0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and great commandment. So folks, this this is something that we have to establish in our lives, our heart, our believing.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us Contending for a Full Grown Faith We invite you to stay tuned to today's program If you can't, we invite you to visit our website At victoriousliving.org There you'll find other audio and video resources To help you in your Christian walk And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us Contending for a Full Grown Faith
1: All right, now Jude was confronting the apostasy of believers from the God kind of faith. Now, let me talk just a little bit about that. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Apostasy, most of the time, we lump apostasy as someone who totally walks away from Jesus and disowns that he ever knew Jesus, or with the thought that he doesn't need, he or she doesn't need Jesus. Apostasizing means leaving the, the Christian or leaving the Bible and going to someplace else. But let me, let me bring another point out there. I can apostatize from some of the truths of the word. I can depart from some of the truth that is in the Bible and that I have learned and walk away and say, it's not like that today. It was like that then but it's not like that today. What am I doing? I'm apostatizing from a truth. I'm not saying that, I, that Jesus is not my redeemer. I'm not saying I'm not saved. I'm not saying that I'm not a child of God. I'm just saying I don't believe that. And so we apostatize from a truth in the word of God. Amen. So here we see that, uh, that uh, Jude was confronting the apostasy of believers from the God kind of faith because of the pressures and harassments and the influences that was causing them to apostatize and stray from their stability concerning this kind of faith. And so there's a lot of people that I know, I don't know them real well, but I know that, that who were great components uh, vigor, vigorously opposed, I mean, opponent, uh, or, or not, not an opponent, but who had received uh, the teachings of the God kind of faith back when we first began to hear it. A lot of us in here back in the 70s embraced it today. I know some of my friends, Amen. good people, good individuals, they say, Well, I don't believe that anymore and called it, i have come away from that confession doctrine. I tried it and it didn't work. See what they're doing, they're apostatizing from the truth. If it's in the Bible, the truth, where you've worked it or not, where I've worked it or not, it's in the Bible. Should I not preach it? Amen. All right, is everybody with me? Okay, well, that's our introduction. So, Matthew 22, 22 and verses 37 and 38. Jesus said unto him. Now, boy, that's a strong statement right there. Jesus said unto him. Not Brother Charles. Not Pastor Cowan. Or not as the home folks call me Charlie. Notice what he says. Jesus said unto him. Now, folks, when Jesus talks, I mean, straighten yourself up. Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God when you are in need. Uh, Huh? That's not what that says? Oh, Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. When you find time. No, he didn't say that either. All right. Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and great commandment. So folks, this, this is something that we have to establish in our lives, our heart, our believing. That 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 uh, that we shall love the Lord our God with all of your heart. Jesus said it this way: If a man loves me, he's talking about mankind. If a man loves me, come on, what will he say? If a man loves me, now this isn't. I didn't write this, so don't don't get upset with me. Jesus said, if a man loves me, he will keep my commandments. Now that's pretty drastic. Now, Jesus, did you really mean that? Jesus, did you ever realize how frail and how hard it is to believe that? No. Don't talk to Jesus that way. No, no. Didn't Jesus know that? Yes, he knew. Huh? Yeah, he did. So what? What did he say? He said it's the first and the greatest commandment. Is what? Love the Lord thy God. Amen. They see, if you have problem-loving people, you got a problem-loving God. Amen. Well, come on, I'll take it. Come on, I'll take it. If you have a problem, if I got a problem, loving people, I don't care who they are, where they're from, what their color is, what nation they're from, if I got a problem, it didn't say love what they do, Oh, because they may be doing some things they ain't supposed to be doing or shouldn't be doing. But I still love them. How do I love them? I pray for them. I pray that they'll have an encounter with the Holy Spirit and realize their need to receive Christ into their life. I'm loving them when I'm praying for them. I don't go to the bars with them. I don't, you know, there's some things that I don't do with them, Amen. but I pray, oh God, yeah. move upon them by your spirit. Yeah. When one of these soul winners knock on the door, Lord, when they open they open the door, the spirit of God, they have an encounter with the truth yeah. and that they will receive Christ. Yeah. So we're to love everybody. Yeah. So Jesus said, uh, what does he say? He said, uh, What did he say? Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind. This is the first and great command. It's the first. What's above first? Oh, really? First means first. Okay, got that right. I want to be sure I got that right. Amen. Amen. So Jude was calling the believers back to the basics of their faith in the finished work of Christ, their Redeemer. He was doing this because the Judaizers who were telling the people that Jesus' work was not enough to redeem them. Lord, what a heresy. When we are contending, it means we are engaged against whatever pressures and influences is hindering us from entering into full-grown faith in Christ's finished work. Amen. Then Timothy comes along and writes this. First Timothy chapter six, verses 11 and 12. But thou, O man of God, flee from these things. Now you'll have to go back and read up above it and read below it. Flee from these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, Love, patience, meekness. Then he says, verse twenty: fight the good fight of faith. What's he telling you? <laughs> you're gonna have a faith a fight when you're talking to some of these folks, some yeah. you know, so forth. Yep. So, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold eternal. on eternal life, Amen. where where whereunto you are called and have con professed a Good confession, a profession, which is the word confession, before many witnesses. Now we find, and I'm going to share this with you, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll keep preaching. And <laughs> <laughs> know what a preacher's supposed to say. Okay, we find key points in all of these verses that I've read that help us to contend and to enter into full grown faith. We find righteousness, we need to know all we can find out about it. Godliness, find out all you can about it. Love, find out all you can about it. Patience, find out all you can uh, about it. And uh, meekness, find out all you can about it. And some of the key components, are some of the key components in this fight. A boxer, if you've ever followed boxers and prize fighters or whatever. A boxer does not go to the ring without his boxing gloves. He doesn't go to the fight without extensive training. He doesn't go overweight <clears throat> he, without pulmonary training. I thought that's kind of funny myself. <laughs> Anyway, he doesn't go to the fight without extensive training. He doesn't go overweight. He doesn't go without pulmonary training or cardiac training if he has any expectations of winning. I cannot expect to win against the devil without being fully exercised into these things that makes my faith strong. Am I telling you the truth or what? Amen. Amen. So if the fighter wants to win the fight, he prepares himself before he gets into the ring where the fight is fought. If I come to the devil's ring and I am not prepared, listen, it's not gonna be in my favor. Not gonna be in my favor. So training in righteousness is expedient to the believer's advantage against the opponents of this kind of faith. Amen. Mm. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. I did not perfect that. Jesus came and gave that to me. Amen. I have to learn about it. I have to acquire knowledge about it so that I incorporate it then into my daily lifestyle, okay? Then there is love for God as as well as love for one another, as well as love for all mankind. And Jesus said, in Matthew 22, 37, Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart. With all of your soul, with all of your mind, this is the first and the great commandment. Now here, here's the devil. He's got a big sign up in front of you. You can't do that. That's too hard. Nobody's ever
0: done that. It's our hope that today's message, contending for a full-grown faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you'd like to receive a free CD copy of this week's message, please request offer number 18. This week's offer number is 18. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.